Here's a thought about roadside frustrations. And it's really sort of my confession that I'm really jealous of studio photographers because they don't have to deal with the same kind of roadside frustrations that I often find myself dealing with. Those of you who are landscape photographers, have you noticed, as I have, that the number of lovely scenes there are to photograph is inversely proportional to the number of roadside pullouts there are where you can park the car and make a photograph. It seems like I drive by all kinds of beautiful, lovely meadows and trees and lakes and creeks and rivers, and it's, uh, they're, they're everywhere. But there's no place to pull the damn car off the road so that I can get access to make a photograph. And, of course, when there's pullouts uh, by the side of the road where I can easily stop, there's no photographs to be made there, of course. So I blame the road engineers that work for the state that build roads and plan the pullouts and all that kind of They need to be more sensitive to the needs of us photographers who have to have a place to be able to pull out and make a beautiful photograph anywhere we want to. Don't you think that would be a fair thing for them to do? And by the way, that is triply magnified when I'm driving down the road, which I've been doing a lot of lately, obviously, with my road travels, when I'm pulling the trailer. Because I have to have a huge place to pull off the side of the road when I'm pulling the trailer because everything is so long. A normal pullout that I could use with the car or the truck is not nearly sufficient when I'm pulling the trailer. So I find myself driving past lots and lots and lots of beautifully photogenic spots with gorgeous light that I know I could make a great photograph. A world-winning expert important to the history of photography photograph, except for the fact I can't find a place to pull off the road. And I'm not going to stop in the middle of the road and, you know, just get out and make a photograph. So what do you do? You drive by. This is one of the primary reasons why I prefer photographing on dirt roads. Because when I get off the main highway and I get on a dirt road somewhere, most of the time, if you stop in the middle of the road to make a photograph... It's okay because the traffic is so infrequent on those roads that it's okay to stop in the middle of the road, particularly if it's something that I can just pop out of the truck real quickly and make a photograph. Roadside access in the landscape is more and more critical. And another reason to not only take dirt roads, but side roads and get off the freeway, take the local roads because that's where you're likely to be able to pull off and, or at least hopefully find a place to pull off and make a photograph. And I mention pullouts just because they're the most frequent roadside frustration I have. Then there's the roadside frustration that there's always telephone wires or something else in the photograph that is just not conveniently placed. I've often heard it joked that Ansel Adams said, I don't really think he said this, but who knows, maybe he did, <laughs> said that the most useful tool a landscape photographer can have is a 12-gauge shotgun. Because <laughs> how many times would we love to just eliminate a tree branch that's getting in the way or or some other distraction that we wish we could just eliminate? Yeah, we can clone them out in Photoshop, but 
wouldn't it be easier just to blow them away <laughs> and not have to worry about them at all? Another thing that just drives me nuts in terms of a roadside frustration is how many wonderful photographs there are to be made on a curve, you know, where you you can look down on a beautiful scene, but you don't dare stop. You don't even dare slow down because you're on a blind curve somewhere that someone might come racing around the corner, so you drive by. Again, maybe a reason to spend more time on dirt roads. I thought I had a solution with my electric bike, the theory being that I could pull off at the next place that was comfortable to pull off and safe and all that kind of stuff, pop the electric bike out, and just ride the electric bike back a mile or two or three or four. With an electric bike, if it's 10 miles back down the road, it's just not a serious problem. You can get there easily enough, photograph with all the equipment you have to take, tripod, etc., and then jump on the electric bike back to the truck and the trailer, and I'm on my way. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. It was so cumbersome to get the electric bike unhooked and off the trailer and make it mobile. And then, of course, there's the danger of riding a bicycle down a narrow road with people buzzing by at 40, 50 miles an hour. Lots of roadside frustrations, lots of photographs not made Lots of great memories of locations I wish I had photographed. And fortunately, a lot more dirt roads I haven't been down. Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.